This is Changing Channels with Larry Walsh, the Channelnomics podcast that connects you with channel chiefs, thought leaders, and executives about what it takes to get the next generation of tech to market. Here's your host, Larry Walsh, the CEO and Chief Analyst of Channelnomics. Hi, everyone. I'm Larry Walsh, and welcome back to Changing Channels. Everyone seems to be talking about services, uh, and there's a reason for it. There's a lot of value in delivering technology as a service, as we've learned over the past decade and longer. But this talk of services is accelerating. This is We're seeing more companies going services only as they bring new products to market, and we're seeing leg- legacy companies with hardware trying to make their products more service-oriented or delivered as a service or on subscription models. A lot of this is coming with data. And data, as we keep as we keep hearing, is the new fuel of business. With more data, we're able to get do more analytics, gain more intelligence, and do more to add more value to the go-to-market process. And increasingly, in managed services, this is coming around to taking the telemetry that's coming out of these devices, out of these uh, infrastructure on customer sites, and being preemptive. And Joining me today is someone who knows a lot about how to take all this data and turn it into a new value proposition, taking on problems and solving problems before the customers even know it. And that is our old friend, Justin Karate, the Senior Vice President of Channels at Net & Rich. Larry, good to see you again. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's good to have you here as well. Um, although we will forgive you for that Elway jersey in the background. <laughs> no forgiveness <laughs> necessary, man. Yeah, no. Hey, it was a great Super Bowl run. Uh, so uh, five Super Bowl runs, you mean? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Super- I, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over Brady's seven rings. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now that we've gotten the inside football jokes out of the way. Yeah, I, I wasn't kidding. Justin and I did meet uh, in the mid 2000s. And Justin, at the time, you were at Ingram Micro starting what was to what did become today Ingram Micro Cloud, but back then it really was focused on managed services, wasn't it? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, the, the first iteration of it, we branded it under, you know, the brand name Seismic uh, to kind of get some some juice in the market. But the reality was it was a services division really focused on recurring services and helping small MSP bars or, or small SMB bars transition from a primarily product and professional services model to a managed service recurring service model. So that was the first iteration of it. Yeah, and I remember back then, you and I had some lively conversations about what all of it meant. I mean, you know, back then it really was a replacement model to break fix services. Uh, and with some spattering of applications thrown in on the side that could be managed on the endpoints, perhaps, but it, it seems almost rudimentary looking back on it now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, I think I think we knew where the market was headed back then. Uh, it was just a matter of how long was it going to take to sort of evolve and mature, and what direction did technology and infrastructure and innovation take? But there was no doubt, you know, from the early days, I knew that that, you know, and I think, you know, many people in the business and, you know, service providers, solution providers, VARs, managed service providers, I think everybody knew that's where it was headed. And that's why there was such a focus on it for so long. You know, at Ingram, we didn't know if it was going to be a five-year transition or a 20-year transition or what that was going to look like. 
but we knew inherently, even in the early days, that it would be, you know, kind of the, 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 the core of the business long-term and the core of distribution's ability to be relevant to their clients long-term. Right. So one of the reasons why I ask you to come in and talk about the state of services today, and particularly this transition, because at Channelnomics, we, we talk about this almost daily. Yeah. It's the confluence of, of applications, uh, of hosted infrastructure services, of managed services into this, this pot of just automated delivery. Um, yeah. And your company, Net & Rich, is actually leaning into this. So before we get into the to, into the meat of our conversation, why don't you just take a moment and familiarize everybody with what NetEnrich is and, and what you do? Sure. Um, and so, you know, NetEnrich has been serving, you know, managed service providers, channel partners for a long time. The core, uh, at least historically, the core of the NetEnrich business was digital IT operations and infrastructure management service provider. So we are the engine under the hood of many of the largest brand name managed service providers that people know out there. Managed service providers that are going to market under their own brand with their own services, they're scaling, they're driving growth, they're serving clients across a wide spectrum from SMB, but primarily mid-market and enterprise. And they're leveraging net rich on the back end to drive and deliver some of those 24 by seven, 365, digital IT operations and infrastructure management workloads and things like that. You know, in more recent years, over the last couple of years, we've started to pivot. We'll get into this a little bit, Larry, but starting to pivot towards a more platform first strategy to support, you know, the delivery of traditional managed services and cybersecurity services to help partners, you know, innovate even faster, transform, you know, into a modern operations model and really drive the next gen of recurring service delivery for partners in the channel. Yeah, and you are introducing something that we are seeing come around more is this idea of enabling predictive and anticipatory services. It's yeah. not just waiting for an alert to happen, but that you're able to actually use that telemetry to identify problems before they happen. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, again, our view of, our view of whether they be cybersecurity services or digital IT operations services, you know, this evolving ability or evolving service you know, capability is, is really a data problem and is becoming more and more of a data problem. And what I mean by that is, you know, a typical provider, be they an MSP or an MSSP, depending on what they're fo focused on, you know, they're typically deploying, you know, point tool stack, you know, endpoint tools, detection tools, IT operations management tools, you know, SIM technology, a bunch of different things. All of those tools are, are, are essential in terms of being able to provide services to a client. But there's a couple of problems that come from that. One of them is the amount of data, the amount of inbound data that the human operators at these organizations are faced with, you know, every single day. So, one of the key problems in the market, and, I, and we don't believe this is going away, is this ever-expounding, you know, amount of information being poured onto the human teams. The second issue is, and we may get into this a little bit, Larry, but, and you mentioned it, I think, in the, in the preamble, the vendor-specific solutions and 
cloud specific walled gardens that, you know, service providers are sometimes being pulled into. How do we allow a service provider, again, whether it be managed service provider or managed security service provider, provide holistic solutions across technologies? And then the last is we view this entire market and the evolution of modern operations where historically, you know, managed services and cybersecurity services were sort of independent silos. How do we bring those together in what we call risk operations and allow a partner to deliver a risk operations oriented service value per client? Yeah. It, you know, I really appreciate what you're, how you're defining this in terms of giving, enabling the service provider or the solution provider or the MSP or however we want to call them. And frankly, it's, that's even becoming less and less material as time goes on. Um, you really are talking about being in a, in a heterogeneous world that you recognize that this is a stack of technologies that are being delivered through a, or to a partner that then delivering services downstream. The market seems to be moving or wanting to move in the other direction of creating those walled gardens to, to have aggregation points to where there is a single point of control and that point of control typically is upstream from the partner, not necessarily in the partner. Do you find that these two trends are in conflict or are they in parallel to service the different needs and the different customers in the market? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard to say, Larry, and I, you know, I understand vendors, you know, the big ones trying to drive, you know, the scale and aggregation around their technology stack, around their, their particular technologies and products. So it, you know, it, it, it's, it's a natural extension of a vendor business model to, you know, deliver, you know, I'm going to call it sort of management technologies on top of, you know, the technologies they're selling. What the challenge is, is for the service providers that are trying to cater to a, you know, and it's always been this way, a multi-vendor environment, you know, the service providers really need to work on either being able to leverage those vendor-specific technologies, but be able to extract information and visibility from that technology and the other technologies they've deployed or provide, you know, a holistic value to a client, regardless of the telemetry that they've deployed to support those environments. And that's really the way we view it. Uh, pick, you know, we, you know, your detection technologies, your vendor technologies, all of that is good. Though that telemetry, however, and the ability to ingest that telemetry and then get a good view across the environments that you're managing and make that information actionable, actionable and, and push some of the workloads to the machine to resolve such that the human operators, you know, have a clearer, a clearer understanding on what the priority is, what the impact is, how to resolve problems. How do we speed that resolution is really the next evolution we think in modern operations. How do you speed resolution? How do you reduce the, the, the toil on the, the operators? And how do you provide this end-to-end -end holistic view, visibility, analytics across all these detection technologies that have been deployed for good reasons and are, and are valuable to the service providers that are using them? Yeah. You know, I, I remember before even I was in the channel and talking about services, I was a security guy. And 
way back when managed security services was 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 exclusive to some very large organizations and startups. Uh, but I used to to make the argument I would hate to be a salesperson for one of those organizations, even for an an MSSP today, uh, a managed security service provider today. Because here's here's the sales pitch: give me a bag full of money, and you see nothing happen. <laughs> And, you know, think about that, right? You know, and try to say, you know, here, you're paying me. And look, we all love it. You know, when we love it, you know, we talk about things like we love our cars when they, you know, there's never a problem with them. You know, you know, we buy these refrigerators that last for 20 years, you know, but really when it comes to IT, when it comes to technology, we tend to focus in on the things that need support and complain about it, but we don't really gravitate towards the things that just work really well. So how does that jive with this notion that if we get the, if we get this data, we get this telemetry and we're able to anticipate problems before they happen, how do we then go to a customer and say, look at all the good we did you when there wasn't a problem to hang against? Yeah. I mean, it's always been kind of the, 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 the catch 22 of any of these recurring services, be they managed services or managed security services, right, Larry? Yeah. The customer doesn't see bad things happening. And over time they start questioning, you know, what the hell you're doing. Right. When in reality, you're probably doing a really good job at keeping the challenge, you know, keeping the problems at bay or resolving or reducing problems for the customer. So I don't think anything's changing there, but I do think to your, to your specific question, you know, give me a bag of money and, and nothing, and you, you, you won't understand what's happening. I, I think that is rapidly changing because of this, this dynamic of traditional IT operations and traditional security operations, the fact that they were running in site, you know, you know, operating in silos that are now I think coming together. So you don't have services for a client that are not security first. You don't have, you're not running operations for a client that are not secure operations anymore. You're not delivering uh, you know, infrastructure management services that, you know, that, that are not security oriented or at least risk oriented. So the way that providers need to start thinking about value to the client is how do I, number one, make best use of all of this data that I have access to through these detection technologies? And the best use of that is how do I push as much of that to the machine or at least the initial sort of assessment, contextualization, collaboration, and resolution to the machine. And then my human operators are receiving analytics and insights in the manner that helps them understand the impact, prioritize the resolution, and give them insights into how to actually fix the problem. Uh, and that's, that's our view of modern operations. Um, you know, a lot of providers outsource resolution, right? Outsource remediation of problems. And that's where you may have people asking questions, well, what's happening? You know, what, what is the partner doing for that? You know, I, I think the, you know, modern operations requires effective risk management, effective prioritization, effective context, and ultimately speed of resolution of challenges in an IT environment. Uh, with a security first mentality. And that's that's where we see the market headed. That is a data problem at its core. 
And that is the solution we're trying to help drive. Again, regardless of the telemetry technologies being deployed. And, you know, there, there, there are companies that are working on that issue as well. But that we view is really the next challenge, the next phase of this idea of, you know, modern service operations or modern managed services or modern managed security services. There's a, what you're describing is a, an increasing level of sophistication that it's no longer just a server reset. It's no longer just a, a hard reboot of an endpoint or running some rudimentary tools. You really are talking about having some, some real ninja level skills to be able to die, understand the data, the telemetry that's coming in, prioritize, act on it, and do it in a way that's, that is increasingly uh, not only solving the problem before it happens, but not creating more problems downstream. You know, one of the things that we're noting, though, is that this is becoming the current state. There is there's the gulf between those those baseline service providers that are out there that are turning over the same old, you know, the same old remote monitoring and management services with a plethora of of add on applications versus this level of sophistication you're talking about. This does does this portend that there's going to be a consolidation or that this is going to lead to a greater level of maturation and managed services that's going to clean up the market, if you will? Uh, you know, perhaps, I think, but you and I have been around the block a few times on this, Larry, and what I mean by that is, you know, we've heard, oh, this is going to fundamentally wipe away, you know, a large chunk of the market or, you know, you know, evolve or die. And, and to some extent that happens, but I think it happens over time. It's not a, you know, it's not an imminent threat, but I do believe, especially if you're dealing with mid-market or enterprise clients, I do believe there is a, there is a rapidly evolving demand from that market space around this idea of risk operations. Right, and around this idea that, that um, operations must have a security first view of it, and you know, identification of problems, resolution of problems, and speed to resolution uh, is going to be of paramount importance. And I think the partners, the providers that can pull all that together in a you know well-oiled value proposition to a with the ability to provide analytics and insight and speed to resolution, I think that's really going to help. Uh, but I, I don't view it as, you know, half the market's not going to exist in three years because we have found the channel to be much more resilient than that. But I do think the concept of modern managed services is evolving rapidly and it's going to be fundamentally anchored in data and the ability to use the data with that we have in more effective ways. Yep. I agree. That, you know, and, and again, the, the paraphrase Francois Fukushima, the uh, the end of the channel is far from over. So, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, so, you know, I think that yeah, I want to close on this question, though, Justin, is that when you're looking at the opportunities out there, do you find, though, that when being able to enable this data driven, this telemetry driven intelligence based services, do you think this is going to open up more opportunities across the spectrums of technology? Or do you think it's just going to be able to make the current service uh, services portfolios more efficient? Uh, I think, you know, p p providers are going to be forced to optimize existing services. 
They're going to be forced to start to evolve to a modern operations model. Uh, those things will happen. Now, again, you know, is it immediate? Is it over, you know, a period of years? You know, client demand, client expectation will, will drive that. I also think it's going to open up the ability for partners to innovate. New partners to the market that are focused on data, focused on analytics, focused on insights, bringing those insights to the clients. Uh, the innovation, I think, will be rapid, and the innovation is, in my view, unlimited, um, as it always is. And anytime you have these, these, these trends that evolve and things like that. So it'll do both. But I think anybody in the business today, anybody providing IT operations, managed services, or managed security services needs to really be thinking modern operations and evolving to a more efficient, effective, you know, uh, risk operations posture when supporting clients in the market. Well stated. So with that, Justin Crardy, the senior vice president of Net and Rich, uh, senior vice president of channels at Net and Rich, I should say, Great having you on Changing Channels. And again, everyone, Justin, a great guy to know. I've looked up to him for years, mostly because he's two feet taller than I am. So, <laughs> Larry, great to see you. Thanks for having me on anytime. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for joining us again here on Changing Channels. Again, as we always do, we are tracking the way technology is changing the world and how we need to change the ways we take it to market. Please keep joining us here on Changing Channels. Until next time, I'm Larry Walsh. Thank you for joining Changing Channels with Larry Walsh, a production of Channelnomics, with the support of our production team at Modern Podcasting. If you've enjoyed today's episode, hit the like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and share with your friends. For more information about Channelnomics services and insights, follow us on Twitter and YouTube, and check out our website at channelnomics.com. Channelnomics is a registered trademark of and Changing Channels is copyright by 2112 Enterprises, LLC.